hardly any mud at all on my nose. Whitey, you're eating too fast. Oh, don't gulp your food. W what'd you say, Mother? And that was the way it went. Brownie spent all of his time wallowing in mud. And Whitey spent all of his time either eating or thinking about eating. Brownie. Brownie. Can you speak a little louder? I got mud in my ears. Wouldn't it be wonderful if the whole world was made of cabbages? Well, I like the world the way it is. Full of mud. Oh, children. Someday you'll be sorry you didn't develop good habits when you were piglets.
Bart went on rolling in the mud or thinking about things to eat, depending upon which pig you're speaking of. Finally, the day came when their mother called her three children to her and said, My sons, it's time for you to go out in the world. Oh. All right. I can't handle the, uh, the crickety-crackety of, uh, of that particular record he chose, which is fine. It's all good. Uh, but I found I'm, I'm going to be a narcissist. I haven't seen myself do comedy, and I just saw, you know, that drummer comedian Aaron Barrett thing, and I was like, I want to see some of my re links, my recent things from when I uh, – so I have one from – I just want to watch myself. I'm such a narcissist. But I do. I want to see myself doing comedy in front of, like, a lot of people. And nobody taped me at the punchline the last two times I was there. So I got cool stills, but no one taped my set. These two tapes, uh, one's from Helium in Portland, which is their equivalent of the punchline. And the other is from Broadway Comedy Club in New York, which is, like, I don't know what to compare it to. Um, it has upstairs and downstairs and all kinds of things. All right, let's do helium. No, let's do, I'm going to do uh, the Broadway one first because it came first. It was right after I'd come back from Greece. I was so tan and I had so much armpit hair. It was gorgeous. Uh, it was a good time. All right, here we go.
Detective Scalia. <laughs> but no, the Supreme Court is still inside there. That's why it hurts so much. There's big benches with luminous robes. Rough stuff. Uh, when I was, uh, you know, when you have your period, or when you have sex for the first time, you break your hymen. Hymen! I can have sex with you now! Hi! Right? Like, the one I do understand is menopause. Because when I'm 55, men are going to pause on me. Oh, all right. <laughs> so I have to call myself a feminist. Knock, knock. Yeah, that wasn't bad. You know, the only problem with that set is that I don't wait for laughs. I uh, I ran. I mean, I heard watching that and listening to that. I'm like, I was just going too fast. I, I basically did a seven-minute set in five minutes because I was like, do all my jokes, get them all in there. Whereas it, I should have let my jokes breathe, and I could have gotten better laughs if I would have taken out um, – the Gump versus Trump. But at that point, we didn't know who was running. It was it was the 31st of August, 2019. Okay. 
More narcissism. This is me at Helium last uh, 11-26, 2019, so right before the shutdown. I'm really lucky I got two really good tapes before everything fell to shit. <laughs> Let me stop this and start this over. Hold on. Oh, I look so cute. I'm wearing my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Okay. Yay! Hi! Hi! look like the art teacher everyone wanted to fuck, right? I, I, I mean, I... Where are my cat people at? Where are my cat people? Meow. Meow, meow, cat. Yeah. Um, I am a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat and I want to shave him. And I want to knit a sweater out of his fur. And then I want to make him wear it. Actually, I'm crazy right now. I'm boy crazy because I'm going through menopause. Where are my menopause bitches at? Just me. I'm the only. Yeah. Oh, I am horny as fuck. I, I. I think I sexually harassed my mail carrier the other day. Uh, I'm in San Francisco, walking down the street. It was a warm day. He had his shirt open. He was wearing a wife beater. I saw a little nip, and I said to him, "I hope that the postal service." makes a calendar, and they put you in it. <laughs> and I went, <laughs> I think I sexually harassed him. I don't know, I'm crazy. He just, he was, the, what he was wearing, he was asking for it. I just couldn't, I had to say something. <laughs> I had to say something! <laughs> Am I cat calling? Ah! I finally understand cat calling. I, 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 anybody else have a new cat? I have a new cat. I love my cat. I, my old cat died when I was boy. But I love my new cat, and he's great. But I finally understand catcalling, because I'm constantly saying, baby kitty, baby kitty, I love you. Come here, baby kitty, baby kitty. Baby kitty, come here. And then he shows me his butthole, and I'm like, look at you asking for it. Get over here. And, and then I get up, and I chase him down, and I pick him up without consent, and I flip him over, and I turn him into a baby, and I kiss him on the mouth. I finally understand catcalling. Ah! <laughs> I, I live in a neighborhood called the Tenderloin. Uh, yeah, if people know it. Woo! And, but I can't, I can't tell the difference between catcalling and complimenting. I was walking down the street, and a man said, Girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. <laughs> That's a straight up compliment. Right? Another guy said, girl, you got a nice fit on today. I am fit. It's an outfit. Thank you. Double entendre in catcalling? I don't know. Another gentleman said, I don't like to wear skirts. And he saw one and said, oh, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Oh. Ah, that's catcalling. Right? Also, like, why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? That's weird. Like, that's, that's on you, man. That's on you. Actually, it is on me, so it's like, <laughs> Thank you all so much. I love you, Portland. You've been amazing. I've been Pam Benjamin. Good night. Yay! Keep going for your host. Fuck yeah. I don't suck at comedy. Can I? Am I allowed to say that about myself? I can. I mean, I love it. I love performing so much. I miss performing in front of people so much and it's only been a couple weeks for me honestly because i had the opportunity to do so many outdoor shows 
at so many wonderful parklets here in San Francisco. Asiento, their beautiful parklet. Uh, they came runner-up in the in the thing about best parklets. They're great. Actually, it's not terrible right now because it's been kind of rainy and kind of crappy. So even if we did have our outdoor shows, we wouldn't be – who would come out in the rain like this to see comedy and get electrocuted by some – I don't know. But uh, once this thing lifts, this COVID – this COVID crazy shutdown in San Francisco or California or whatever we're doing, we're going to be right back to where we were, uh, which is having four weekly outdoor shows. So we will go back to Resolute Wine Bar on Sundays in the Tenderloin. We'll be doing Wednesday nights at Asiento here at 21st and Bryant. We'll be doing Saturdays at uh, Atlas Cafe in the afternoon. And then we'll be back here also on Friday nights at 6 o'clock for outdoor comedy. But right now we can't, obviously. Everything is shut down, and we're not allowed to do that. But we're still podcasting because we are allowed to do that. So, crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening to my people laughing at me. Oh, I miss it so much. <sighs> I mean, laughing at me in a, pr a productive... I don't like it when people point and laugh like... But... Maybe I do. Attention is attention. I've learned. Attention-seeking is attention-seeking. All right. Uh, we've got a call from LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, coming up in 24 minutes. And until then, um, I'm going to play some more Soul Sausage until I find some more maybe, I don't know, comedy from um, other, other folks. I guess I could look up some Frosty Nights and some old stuff. Uh, oh, you know what I should look up? Uh, I recently became reacquainted with Amy Mann, uh, singer, songwriter, just really beautiful music, and I'll probably queue up some of that because I was really, uh, I, Magnolia. <laughs> she has that song at the end of Magnolia from years and years ago, but she actually put out an album in 2017 and um, Mental Health or something, I think. Anyways, it's really, it's, it's good. I'm going to play some stuff, the, Tiki Tiny Desk concert from that NPR a couple of years ago. And we'll be back on the AltaCast. Thanks for listening to MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. Mud pies. One day, as he was happily wallowing... Oh, boy, what mud. Oh, what muddy mud, mud. Oh, boy. Who is it? Uh, may I come in, Master Pig? Who is it? Just a friend come to call on you. Won't you let me see your new house? No. You must be the wolf, and our mother warned us about you. Well, if you won't open the door, I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. Yeah.
So high as you fell, looking down on the tops of the trees. So high, ah, and all you can do is say, please, please, baby. So this is Jonathan Colton, and our two new arrivals are Jamie Edwards on keyboards and Paul Bryan on bass. And this song is called You Never Loved Me. Another extremely cheerful, optimistic <laughs> number.
This is called the Goose Snow Cone. Snatching defeat, it's the devil I know. Gotta keep it together when your friends come by. Always checking the weather, but they wanna know why. Even birds of the band are flying on to This is called Patient Zero.
song was called Patient Zero, which I love so much because it's like, right now, who is Patient Zero? All right, uh, one more Amy Mann song, and then it'll be time for Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, to call us. And it'll be great and grand and exciting and new and wonderful, as it always is. All right, uh, this is a little song you might know, Save Me, off the Magnolia soundtrack by Amy Mann.
Hooray, Amy Mann. If you don't know her, you do now. And isn't she lovely? Just love her voice. Um, makes me feel all those romantic feelings. <laughs> Yay. Uh, all right, waiting for a call from Latoya, the sheriff of truth. Bring Kofe back here. 
for a little background for um, I'm excited uh, to know what's going on in the world because I'm afraid to pay attention to it actually it scares me I want to hide in a barrel of whiskey and come out for free ice cream days or wine uh, wine also comes in barrels I'd like to hide in that as well scary times Try not to drink too much, friends. I fell down on my tushy on Christmas Eve, and it still hurts when I cough. <laughs> like, I bruised my tailbone so badly. I had this crazy bruise on my butt for a while. It was, uh, it's finally changed all its colors and gone away. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, but it was, uh, I landed really hard. I fell. I was very drunk. They call it falling down drunk for a reason. So don't do that, uh, people out there. Be careful. Uh, don't drink too much. Or if you do drink, eat. The way the show for truth is going to call. It's going to be great. What other s important stories from the Tenderloin do I have to address you with today? Uh pretty desperate out there. My cats have been having a cat circus every night at like five in the morning and I am so sorry downstairs neighbor. I try to get Cirque Day meow, Cirque Day cat, chalet, chatelet. I don't know. There's a circus of cats in my house. And thanks to comedian Lauren Kraut, she gave me this kitty circus tube that has a hole in it, a little toy. They love it. They love it. And I have to put the cat tube up at night because circus cats. Sorry, neighbors. I'm sure you would rather overhear people having uh, loud and vigorous sex. But nope, it is cats. Cats running around. That's the only action happening in my apartment is wild cats. There she is. There she is. Yay. Can well, well, well. Oh, my gosh. You have so much important things did to tell I, us. Who did I say? Did we say this was going to happen? Did we talk about this? Yeah. Yeah, Georgia. Yeah, huh? Yeah. So Mitch McConnell's now the minority leader. That's exciting. Have you been watching what's going on? Uh, oh, uh, no. I'm. I, I've submerged myself in a in a barrel of wine, and I'm uh, gonna come out at the next free oh. ice cream day. No, please tell me what's going oh. on. I'm too scared to look. Get on your computer right now. You will see. They these crazy ass Trump supporters busted through the Capitol with guns. Someone's <gasps> been shot. There's. Ooh, I'm, the rest. Of, I'm sure the rest of podcasts folks out there know what's going on. Not what I was paying attention yesterday. So yesterday I was paying attention and I watched a CNN thing where they went to um, Trump supporters who were like, "These, we're not supporting Biden. He's not our president and we believe that Trump won and we're going to fight for it. And it was women. I was so surprised. They interviewed like seven women and they were all... I couldn't believe it. White women. I was like, what are you doing, white women? What are you doing? 
I'm, I'm suggesting you, you go to Google or Yahoo News or CNN or I like CYT, uh, Young Turk. Uh, you will, girl, I've been watching all different news affiliates all day. So this is what happened for those who do not know. So today is the day that um, Vice President Pence would have signed electorals, and he did not go with, of course, Trump's uh, fake, false, so that basically Trump's Pence can choose the president. So they had their little hate rally today, earlier. The media, mainstream media, keeps saying it's just peaceful. That shouldn't be peaceful. And then um, President Trump, he did his little hate speech and said, you, you guys need to go out there and fight wow. or primary the hell out of folks. When people heard fight, revert back to Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. This right. is the moment that he was talking about. Yeah, and it, so it now says, you have been. Oh, go ahead. Pro Trump mob storms uh, Capitol as armed standoff takes place outside House chamber. That is scary. Wow. Uh, shortly after 1 p.m., hundreds of pro-Trump protesters pushed through barriers set up along the perimeter of the Capitol where they tussled with officers in full riot gear, some calling the officers traitors for doing their jobs. About 90 minutes later, police demonstrators got into the building and the doors to the House and Senate were being locked shortly after the House floor was evacuated by police. An armed standoff place at the house front door as of 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and police officers had drawn their guns at someone who's trying to breach it. Wow. Wow. A woman is in critical condition after being shot in the chest on the Capitol grounds, according to two sources familiar with the matter. We could not provide further details on the circumstances of the shooting. Multiple officers have been injured, with at least one transported to the hospitals. Wow. Wow, this is um, in our country, and I can't believe it. I just keep saying to myself, I need to stay with Trump. But here's a fun fact, and here's something that happened. And this is the part that I like. The Republican Party finally died and ate itself. It finally died and ate itself. Because now you have the... Republicans, who they've been interviewing, scared shitless, saying that President Trump needs to tell these people to disperse. And, you know, and one Republican even said, I forgot his name, but he was the most honest Republican I've heard ever, where he said that this, I, this, we, the Republican Party will not recover from this anytime soon. We, just saw everything fall apart. It is going to hurt us for a while. It was kind of like he was taking responsibility. You know? <laughs> That's why I'm like, ooh. And, uh, but you know, they were interviewing him because he was one of the he's a representative who is in lockdown in the Capitol building. So you got some scared shitless. Yeah. Trying to tell y'all. Well, did you hear... Tell you. Um, the, the plan, if Trump decides not to vacate the White House, 
to just starve him out, to take away oh. his electricity, take away his food, and just until he actually vacates because there's nothing there for him. That's one well, of the. Well, he has until the twentieth. Right. But until then. Oh, but what you're saying is I get you. Like, basically, if, blow him out. Right. If he doesn't vacate of his own accord, as he should on the 20th with the changeover of the new president, and then but – He should be arrested. The, but that's the thing. He, he should be – well, he should be arrested, but I think they're just going to sort of starve him out. But the thing is, the military – he was saying that he would get the military to support him, but he'll no longer be the president, and the military supports the president. That's like one of the things they do. You know, they – so once he's no longer the president, he has no sway over them. So shouldn't – I don't know what's going to happen. So here's another thing. So uh, the mainstream media hasn't been mentioning this, which I noticed. I've been watching more Al Jazeera. Um, uh, shout out to Al Gore 20 years ago. Yeah. It was a different fate. It's time 20 years ago. But uh, we should have we rated some shit then. Right. Damn. <laughs> Well, and but, that's um, the Electoral College. It's he, the same problem that they're complaining of, the GOP and the Trump supporters. Electoral College sucks. Yeah. It's not real. Well, we could have brought this up 20 years ago, but, um, you know, <laughs> Al Gore has tact and cares about his integrity as a person and as a, a political figure and didn't want to have his name tarnished for all time as the jerk face who, you know, upset the apple cart. And maybe we should have 20 years ago risen up and all the Democrats should have said, this is unfair, this is unjust, there is voter suppression. The Electoral College doesn't work, it doesn't represent us, but we didn't. And now all of a sudden that it didn't swing in their favor, they would, the Electoral College sucks. It's like, yeah. <laughs> We've been trying to tell y'all that too. You know, oh, here's another fact about today. Um, so uh, they were asking for the president to be in the National Guard, because if you look at some of those images or video, you don't see police. You just have these crazy-ass Klan members on, like, going ape shit all over the Capitol and in D.C., and they, they're, like, in the mall as well. Um, but there's no cops. The president told the National, uh, the National Guard, no, we don't need your assistance. There's no... Boy, let me tell you, if this was a Black Lives Matter protest, there would be rubber bullets and, and, and guns, and oh, wait, we saw that. Right. <laughs> but you, these, these crazy-ass Klan members, just like what happened in Michigan during the, um, the quarantine, and they came up there uh, at the state capitol with their guns and stuff, and they got to stand there. This is what happens when you don't hold people accountable. This is what happens. And you see, I wonder, you should ask your dad how he feels about stuff today. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I think that he, I don't think he voted for Trump this year. I think he saw through the party lines. I mean, I think there's a lot of Republicans this year even who voted Democratic because they realized how ridiculous he is. I mean, my father is an intelligent person. I'm sure he didn't not. Right, right, right. Uh, it's about economic on him. Right, exactly. And it's he's about the status old, quo. Old it's old people about yeah, the status quo. Yeah, he's a Reagan kind of Republican. It's the it's the baby boomers. Um, yeah, it's the people in the Reagan. it's the people in the seventies that said, you know what, we're not the tippy weirdos. We're the other side, and uh, supported Reagan in the eighties. 
guy with dementia. <laughs> the, first, the, first, the first president that we started to realize, like, maybe he is just an actor and a figurehead. Oh, because he was an actor. Oh, ha, 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 ha. I know. You I, know what, though? But I, I will say this. I am loving the fact that this took 50 years of this party to go to shit. 50 years. Because it started with Nixon, and then we get into, we skip over Gerald Ford because nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> and then we skip to Reagan, and the fundamental, the evangelicals, uh, you know, the welfare queen, the propaganda, of, and the crack air, and the AIDS, and these people are bad. We skip over the George H. Bush one term. He's kind of Reagan, Reagan light, but right. whatever. He liked war. Yeah, absolutely. And then we skip to war his machine. son. Well, it, it, wait, don't skip over George George Senior because Bush Senior because no, that's what, that's that's what I meant. I said George, George Herbert. Yeah, the, but big old big old big old Georgie though. He loved war too, and he taught his son because that's the economic boom that we needed. He, right. He's an old school guy who was like, hey, you know what brings us out of he an economic war. slump? Slump. War, the war machine, and who owned Halliburton? Who had all those think tanks for the all those the the Bush eras were all warmongering Bible Belt warmongers who knew that the American economy is great when we're at war and pushed that agenda. And everybody was like, "Oh, okay, okay." So that was that. Now we're at Clinton. Yay! I mean, he's oh wait wait wait. Yeah, let me let me let me talk about Clinton now. So in the, his administration, you have the 1994 uh, the House. So here, when the, this is when extreme crazy comes, Newt Gingrich. Right. <laughs> you have Trent Lott out of Mississippi. These were like some evil mofos. And Newt Gingrich is still evil. And then we got George W. We were all there for that one, weren't we? Right, right. <laughs> Eight long years of hell that we thought, that we thought. I'm just going through Republicans, right, um, right, right, right. and now this is the buildup. This is this is the chickens coming home to roost. This is everything about white supremacy and greed, and and everything. Well, it's not about greed. It's actually about white supremacy and hate yeah. and democracy. These pe- and the intelligence too. This is a war on intelligence. Well, what do we have? That's the problem, though, is with George W. Bush, the No Child Left Behind is the systematic culling of critical thought from our education system. So we had a bunch of dummies. And then now we put them into college, and we put them into Zoom college. Idiots are paying. I have friends that are going to Berkeley right now, and they're paying the regular Berkeley fees, $7,500 a semester. And there's a campus fee, which just makes no sense. And all of their classes are on Zoom. We are finally pulling the veil back on the joke that that our college system is that education in the United States it's it's a total joke that you could do it but what do we have to say about those people that were older that are out here you know like that are your father's generation so I mean they grew up with free education and then look how some of them turned that's that's true too these are these people out there too so what do we say about those people or people our age sure I think I think the fact that I, I think what it boils down to is this is what happens when you don't teach about civics in real American history. This is what happens when you build your the ideology of America in white supremacy. 
you know, that everything, you know, everyone knows about. These people are mad because the truth about America is coming out. Yeah. Not everything. I mean, people still forget that George Washington had slaves. Yeah, of people course. still forget that, you know, that, that certain people that were the first of were not the first of. Jefferson. This is why they don't want to teach about, you know, the, it, 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 it's educated critical thought. You mentioned with the No Child Left Behind being programmed. It's the cult mentality. Yeah. And that, I mean, we have, look at our money. Look who's on our money. How many slave owners are on the dollars that we are slaves to? Like, it's, we, our country is absolutely built on white supremacy and that we don't acknowledge it and entitlement of, uh, yeah, and, and, yep. And that. still the entitlement of people that don't want to wear masks, you know, looking at, look, we should count the people in the videos that are storming the house right now. That none are of them got, have masks on. None of them have masks on. None of them. So let them kill themselves. The new virulent form, uh, the new, I mean, it is already is a virus, c- corona, the highly airborne, more crazy thing that's happening that infects more people. You're not wearing masks. Uh, well, we're, we're, it's a disease. It if doesn't. Those people who don't believe it's it's real. Still, it's what I can't because because our stupid former president, real soon, or hopefully criminal, or domestic terrorist, or whatever we want to call him. Um, those people, there are people out there that still think it's a hoax because he started that. Right. Yeah. Because he kept saying, it's going to go away, it's going to go away, it's going to go away. And now it's even worse. There are more people dying now. It is more dangerous now with the new strain than it was last yeah. spring. When we first shut down, yeah. it is more dangerous now than it was then. And um, yep. Yep. and I'm starting to like recognize and realize. And when you watch the numbers and you watch where it's going up – and Look, we're going to see the numbers in two weeks from these idiots that are all gathering together without masks. The numbers are going to go way up again. They're going to keep skyrocketing. We don't have enough vaccines. We don't have enough access to them. And uh, I'm wondering if – I hope that in Biden's first days, he figures out a way. They said 20 million vaccines, and there's been like 2 million. I mean, we need to move. I want him in the first. I want uh, in the first twenty days. I want him to uh, give us that two G and file charges on this motherfucker. <sighs> I want the Democratic Party. It's it. I swear to God that you Democrats, this is the time now for accountability. If you don't show these people accountability, they'll do it again. Absolutely. And there are a lot more smarter people who will be running in 2024 who are part of this broken Republican Party that are Ted Cruz wants to run, Marco Rubio wants to run, fucking Uncle Tom Cotton wants to run. These people are a little bit more intelligent in contrast to Trump. Right. They will pull this shit off again if the Democrats do not come through and hold these people accountable. Well, and I I said this weeks and weeks and weeks ago that Trump that how many, what's going to happen in the interim between the inauguration and Biden in those 72 days, how many people are going to die, and will we be able to try Trump 
for crimes against humanity. I mean, if, if truly, and he tried to claim this as a war, and he said, we're at war right now with this virus, we're having a war on the virus, and he let all these people perish because he was not putting down, he's not putting out more vaccine, he's not wearing a mask, he's not telling his people, everything that's happening right now, he should be standing in a microphone and not saying, hey, this is okay, he should be saying, put on a mask, put on a mask, this is real. And how many people are going to die in those 72 days between inauguration between um, election and inauguration, and can we in the future try him for crimes against humanity? I said it before. Well, it, it trickles down. Oh, He's ahead, the one who's not standing up and saying, we have a huge problem with just the disease, just with the coronavirus, not just with the white supremacy and saying, like, hey, I should still be in charge. And But all that well, aside. What see, but what you see going on right now this buildup of all this is this is not even a riot. This is a coup. This is attempted coup. It's a coup. Yeah. In certain countries, this like what's going on right now. Trump incited this. He says we'll what never concede. Is illegal. Yeah. Well, the, he, someone's in critical condition. There, when you like, these are federal crimes. And my, my point is, of course, they would never get him on Corona. Hell, we couldn't even get Bush on the war crime. Worse. <laughs> well, no, actually both are. But this right here, this that we're seeing, him inciting this, him um, actually with that tape that came out, him, you know, because he, uh, he was tampering with an election. This is treason, by the way. Absolutely. And in the Constitution, it still says treason. Treason, you can you can be punished by death. It still says that in the Constitution. Wow. Wow. And this is him staging a coup. This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that if the Democrats do not hold these people accountable, and Ted Cruz, who was out there too, well, they have to. He lost. We're in a lot more, he lost both. We're the, in a lot more trouble. The, both the popular and the electoral college vote. He lost both, and he continues to dispute the results. He has no evidence. He's just standing up in front of people and encouraging his supporters to attend rallies. They're not wearing masks, and he's still claiming that he won the election. Why Why does he get to lie? Why does he just get to put out false things all the time and everybody's okay with this? He is lying. We know he's lying. Oh, he won. He lost I'm the popular and the electoral vote. I know that when he plays golf, he cheats, and he tells people, hey, I did this. He's lying all the time. You don't just – yes, we do get to create our own realities, but not when you're in charge of everybody. Th that's when we put people into places and say, hey, you get to create your own reality in this little padded room, buddy. But he gets to make up <laughs> – he gets to make up all of these – he stood in front of people this morning and said he won. He lost. He lost. Go away. You lost. You're fired. We fired you. The American people, and you can't say you won, and you can't. Who was tampering with? He was tampering with elections, but he's. It's yeah, like I yeah. can't. But that's the thing is, how how is it? Is it that because everything's scripted in our lives and reality TV isn't real, and we watch TV and we watch Netflix and all this stuff, and he just stands up there and says, "I won," and people go, "Sure, we believe that. That's what we want to believe." He won. It's the numbers. He lost. I don't understand how we can even this can even be happening right now. How can this even be happening when? Uh, 
I can I can also answer that question too because he had a little help. There's someone else that needs to be taken accountable. Facebook. Oh, you you. Facebook and Twitter. Twitter finally put try to do something about it recently. So I won't harp on Twitter that much. But mostly Facebook and, and you have other sites like Parler, uh, which is like the the Nazi propaganda. All this propaganda that that these websites let them have and, and, and people start to believe these QAnon, which is now banned on Twitter as for a couple months ago. But all the propaganda and these pro-Trumpers, these have got people programmed into this cult. And Facebook, you have, you need to be taken accountable as well. I, I, don't, I don't mean just some fucking fine. I mean, if Facebook has to go, it has to go because they're part of this too. I, I 100% believe in that. Well, but what Facebook does is it feeds you what you want to see. It's kind of like Instagram when you you choose your own thing. So it's like, re- but Republicans are speaking to Republicans and Democrats are speaking to Democrats. I've pretty much gotten rid of all of the people that were on my Facebook that were doing anything pro-Trump or pro-Republican because yeah, I just I can't do, even I look at it. Yeah. But all of those people... It's like a mirror. Facebook is like a mirror, right? And you hold it up to yourself and you go, look how pretty I am. And you show the world, like, this is my idealized version of myself and the world that I want to create around me. And, but we, we, we just keep feeding ourselves and the people around us the same stuff, which is why in San Francisco I'm like, oh, I live in this bubble. Because I don't see all of that other weird bullshit that's out there. But, other, but, it but what I mean is... Too. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, oh, what I, but what I mean is, like, just like how Twitter was able to stop propaganda and stuff about how COVID was a hoax, and I believe uh, Facebook finally penalized people that would be posting up uh, uh, misinformation about COVID, you know. So what I'm saying is these things can be streamed. Actually, what gets taken down mostly on Facebook is left-wing stuff. So there's already an imbalance there. But you know what? I don't care about that. You know what? I don't care because there's other platforms that are, you know what? I can read. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so well, I don't need That's another thing. So, you know, I, could, I don't care as much. I care, but I care about more about the stuff that is programming people these lies. And that this is why the crazies have come home to Bruce because they these Trump propagandists did all this stuff. So, I mean, the what was it the, the four or five years ago with Hillary and the um, the pizza, pizza gate? gate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was all over Facebook. And look what happened. Someone actually got hurt and shot. Yeah. This is part of that. It's inciting you violence. You still have people. Yeah, you still have people. You have signs of these people right now in the Capitol that say Hillary sucks. I'm like, wait a minute. What decade a year are we in? <laughs> uh, we, we got, she lost, dude. Just like we had to take the L. It hurt. It right. hurt a lot. I mean, I cried. Yeah. Hell, my, my boss at the time said, oh, you can take the day off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you so, were so beside but, yourself. But, 
<laughs> but this shit right here, these people don't know how to hold the L. And that she because they're programmed. It's a, cult. it's a cult. I'm really, really glad that Pence held up for the integrity of the our government, for the Constitution, for mm -hmm. the government that we believe in, for democracy, for his own integrity. And I knew that he would stand up because it was him and Trump, the reason that they worked together, and I don't think they were, but the reason they worked for a lot of people is that he literally is the moral majority. He is, he claims to be a the real Christian. But he claims to be a real yep. Christian, therefore he's not going to lie. He's going to uphold what he can, when he can. Because I, I honestly believe that Pence believes that he talks to God, just like how George W. Bush yeah. was like, I'm a super Christian and I talk to God. I think that Pence also had that like... He called his wife's mother. Right. He's, <laughs> he loves Jesus, right? So he's going to try to be an honest person. And Trump is the epitome of dishonesty. And Pence wasn't going to uphold that. And I, I respect him for that. And I will give him the nod. I don't respect that piece of shit. Well, He's part I, of this too. He needs to be held accountable. But what I will well, say is, be. yes, you're right. He withheld the Constitution. That's all I'm going to say. He withheld the Constitution. And he knows after this his political career is dead. Oh, but even so, he saw how, and I think the reason why he, he did what he was supposed to do and not go with this bullshit that 45 wanted him to do, he did this because he saw that, wait a minute, even Trump supporters, if you don't believe in it, he noticed that they were worshiping Trump instead of God, his God. Because right. his God's really effed up too. <laughs> you know, he's not a fan of gay people or black people or women, right. none of that. So, he's a big old but, white God on the clouds. But, yes, that guy, guy daddy. Uh, <laughs> but I will say that there was a pinch of integrity. That's what a it is. A pinch of integrity. Because there is no, there is there is no win, win. There's no winning solution for him. Right. Well, he here, knew if he was to do what Trump was going to have him do, he would have looked bad all over history. And there's no, I mean, his political career would have probably not worked anyway. But he knows with this, he committed. Career suicide. So uh, he's probably be on Fox News now. This is uh, yeah, he'll be a, an analyst on Fox News. This is from um, an opinion site that's um, Republican, but this is an interesting thing. It says Trump and Republicans electoral college election objections betray conservative legal thought. The events of the past few weeks suggest the principles animating modern conservative constitutionalism are merely arguments of convenience, and then. Uh, this is a good quote from it. Wednesday's antics are not just dangerous political theater. They are also a betrayal of two of the foundational legal principles conservative Republicans have pushed for decades. So the people within the party had to start realizing that what they were doing was going against who they say they are. I mean, <laughs> it's... Uh, this is why I'm enjoying them eating each other, pal. Why, I know, white on white crime. <laughs> It's um, Rob Edwards was was doing some comedy in here uh, earlier this week, and um, and he we were there was a, an argument that broke out, and he was like, 
white on white crime, I love it. <laughs> it was very funny. Um, so continuing that quote says, Republicans have pushed for decades. The first of these is originalism, the theory that any a debate over the meaning of specific constitutional provisions should be conclusively resolved by how those provisions would have been understood when they were adopted. So originalism is saying that the original constitutional, what they meant is what they meant, and that's what it is. And then if we go by originalism, it's totally white supremacy because they're, I mean, when the Constitution was written, black people were still slaves. So right. uh, so originalism doesn't shouldn't really hold water anymore if we're not built on continuing racism. Uh, the second is called federalism, the second related principle in a particular understanding of federalism, the division of power between state and federal government, through which our founding charter preserves the regulatory primacy of states over most topics, it's including right. federal elections. Simply put, Wednesday's objectors right. will unintentionally but necessarily drive home the central criticism of the conservative legal movement, that the putative principles animating modern conservative constitutionalism aren't actually inexorable constitutional mandates, but rather arguments of convenience to be brushed aside whenever they prove inexpedient. So that's, I hate this picture of Trump too. He's just smiling. I want to punch him in the face. I just want to punch him in the face. Like that smug, that. that smug, entitled, pretentious bastard. Who only tried to be? He want. He was like two thousand. Give him two thousand. Give him two thousand. Only because he's like, ooh, maybe if I give him more money, they'll like me. I mean, the six hundred. Well, ones and zeros. The two it's things are. to Mitch McConnell. Uh, that Mitch. was specific to Mitch McConnell. But he also needs to be taken accountable. But you know, ain't nothing's gonna happen to old Mitch, baby. Oh, nothing. You know, he's the one. He. I don't think anything will happen to him. Um, well, actually, here's, here's here's a thought. I think some of these Republicans need to watch their back. Because these Trump people, this cult is coming after y'all. Ah. They they are mad at y'all. Like, I, I don't want to put this out in the atmosphere, but I hope they have bodyguards. Oh, I'm sure they all do. Because there's already been... It's just rich people. Nothing's going to happen to the rich people. It never does. I'm hoping that oh, they all catch COVID because <laughs> COVID, COVID doesn't see economics. It does, it's a disease that sees humans. And that's the thing. These entitled, fucking, pretentious motherfuckers. They're, this disease doesn't see, doesn't see your money. It doesn't see your privilege. And I hope... I mean, I hope that they see the that light and the error of their ways. And I don't know. Maybe you know what else is a disease that that is harmful too, and it kills people every day? White supremacy. Yes. Well, I, what I was really because th- I was hoping, and I hope that our next president stands up and says it: police brutality, still an issue, <laughs> like <laughs> killing black people. Black Lives Matter, still a huge issue, and it's time to address it. And I wish that our last president would have stood up and said, hey, this is a huge issue that we should be dealing with. Looking at the opiate crisis, hey, this is a huge issue that we should be looking at. But instead, it's all self-interest. All self-interest, Dion. And the 
people. Yeah. We, we the people, not I the person. That's what how it starts. We, we, all of us together. And I know that America doesn't like poor people for whatever reason, but we are the people. Mm-hmm. And you keep dividing you us. So Jeff Bezos has all the money now and, and no exactly. more small businesses. Thank you. I was just going to say, you know what would have been awesome, though? If we would have came together as Americans, because we need to be more mad about these corporate politicians and our wages and how corporate America has and capitalism has really destroyed. We need to be angry about why is why are people working three jobs in order to survive? Yeah. Our living wage sh- at this moment should be $25 an hour yeah. as yeah. minimum wage, not not $7. You people need to be mad about that. Well, but See, that's it would have been cool if we would have went up there all together and protest and start some shit because of that. But no, no, no. You got to do this stupid shit. Well, it's the, it's the valuation of labor and what labor is real and what labor isn't and Right now, we've got all these people working from home. What are they doing? We've got tons of people out of work. All the, the service industry, why, do, why are we destroying the service industry? Why are we destroying small businesses? Why are we destroying artists? Uh, I mean, I understand the lockdown and the shutdown, but if we're all getting ones and zeros, how come we're just making the... Anyways, I just, I'd like to see some, some equanimity and for labor to be valued and... Some Americans well, get to be entitled, and, and the rest of us don't. Like, I'm freaking out. Right. I don't know how I'm going to get. I, I mean, as a small business owner, I they they keep saying, "Oh, you can take out more loans. You can take out more loans," but there's no. Nobody want to be in debt. I know there's there's no there's no free money out there, and it's like, but and I can't yeah, work. So how am I I'm supposed glad to? Mention that. I'm glad. Dude, we ought to be out there protesting about COVID. And give us money. Uh, these small businesses are closing down. Give us money. We ought to be out there for that. Yeah. But these these crazy ass crackers, they don't even get the memo on that part. Because you know you have a ton of people, you know, unemployed out there. Oh, it's know, getting desperate. What you see out there, what you see out there is not just you don't see a bunch of one percenters out there. You probably have zero out there. What you have is rural America out there, and that and that they're dying, yeah. and their loyalty to the their loyalty is to the wrong people who don't give a fuck about them. Well, and they are too stupid to realize. That. You want to know what that six hundred dollars that six hundred dollars did for San Francisco? Uh, it's got everyone on heroin. Like it's not enough money to actually pay your rent, so everyone in the tenderloin is high as fuck. Because everyone just got their checks, and it's not enough money to, like, spe- so you're going to buy some booze and have a party and do a bunch of heroin, I guess, because that's about how much money it is. It, I, I mean, it's really – and people are getting desperate. How about, how about this? First, there's a flight from San Francisco, a huge exodus. There's two San Francisco stories I want to quick touch on. Uh, one is that you can look at the U-Haul traffic leaving San Francisco – People just fled the city. People have left. Uh, so yep. even even if the service industry opens up, who is left to uh, go there with expendable income? And just speaking of the desperation in the city, 
SF woman assaulted at gunpoint with a five-month-old French bulldog stolen on Russian Hill. And a woman, 30-year-old San Francisco woman, says her five-month-old French bulldog was stolen by three men who assaulted her Tuesday night at gunpoint while in Russian Hill. Sarah Borjas said she was walking alone with her two dogs, Chloe and Colton, on Hyde and Broadway around 5.45 p.m. when she heard a man come up behind her and say, give me your dog. She turned around, and a man holding a gun began punching her in the face. And then he took her dog, Chloe, and got in the car with two men and drove off. So people are desperate. People are stealing Mm -hmm. cute French bulldogs in the streets of San Francisco because of desperate poor Chloe she got and she looks she got punched in the face hard it's not it's uh, that poor girl and her poor dog that's that's what we predicted we predicted that before too you know well just Uh, it's the desperation here yeah yeah we predicted the fact that desperate times are going to cause desperate tensions and people are going to start getting wild out here people are broke. And that's what breeds the desperate. And I mean, I'm broke and I still have an apartment. Yay. But the people that are, I mean, and it's, it's raining right now. I, well, it stopped raining, which is nice, but I feel terrible for anyone who doesn't have shelter right now. And that doesn't, they have no recourse for ways to get shelter. And it's, and, and and that's and that's gonna get them sick. I mean, the cases yeah. are gonna go up because more people are getting kicked out of the home because they can't pay their goddamn rent. Yeah. And so now, with them being homeless, that's a better chance of them catching the virus. Right. Although being this outside is, why we, is we should. <laughs> but I mean, this is the reason why these idiots out here who are doing this for their dear leader, y'all are out there for the wrong thing. That entitlement, you said that earlier. Man, that entitlement is one hell of a drug. Sure. I'm, yeah, I'm better than you. That's why I deserve something. If, hey, if there's any entitlement, we should all be clamoring for this vaccine. Mm-hmm. Although, and money. Once that particular strain of COVID is vaccinated against, is it going to continue to mutate? And do we have to take more vaccines or is it going to come? I don't know. I don't understand science that much, that well, but I just want everyone to and be safe. And they're already having issues with the vaccine too, so that's already scary. Yeah. <sighs> so, you know, tell us, Nostradamus but, us. But this is under, oh, sorry. What's your prediction for inauguration then? Um, I think well, I don't think they're going to have anybody, like, out there because of COVID. Because, you know, usually there's, like, a nice gathering and stuff. Um, I think it's probably going to be, like, on the mall and televised. Um, I think it's going to be the same thing. I think these same clowns that are doing this are going to do the same thing on the inauguration. I, I mean, it's going to build up. These people are... I said this before, there's going to be more mass shootings by, done by these crazies. Mm-hmm. There's going to be more violence because of these crazies. Hell, in Salem, Oregon, over the weekend, you just had the Proud Boys who supposedly 
love the cops and law and order so much, they love the cops so much, they started retaliating against the cops. <laughs> well, there were two shootings so, in Gilroy, but I don't know if that what that was about. It was just like, oh my God, shootings in Gilroy? What's happening? Why? Why again? And I don't know if that had anything to do with Tom Cruise's wife who got shot in Gilroy. Everyone hates garlic. I, uh, I don't know. But on top of this, political violence and this domestic terrorism, I think crime is going to go up because the story that you just told about that woman getting assaulted is going to lead to others. And, and it's, it's going to be, these streets going to be rough. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, part I, of me is like, I'm kind of cool with staying at home right now. I miss working a lot. I do. And I miss being at the studio and what have you. But a lot of shit can happen from me, from here to me going to the studio where you are yeah. or to go to work, especially in the service industry, because now you got these crazy ass poops, you know, you have a crazy person that can come in. And I thought about this all the time when I work at McKellar, someone who wants to come in and just spray up the place because you have people like these transporters that do that. So I'm kind of yeah. cool right now because the, the kettle is hot. Well, it's whistling. The kettle is hot <laughs> and it's whistling and it's scary, but I also have no idea how – I mean, we kept Mutiny Radio alive in 2020. I'm very proud of it. I have no idea how I'm going to do it in 2021. I, I mean, I'm just going to have to hustle again just like I did last year and just bring everybody from home. But because there's no way – there's – They've shut it down. There's no way to make money right now. Like, there is no hustle. There aren't people out there, which we, we, we can't. It's like, how How do I survive? Only Because unemployment, unemployment isn't going to do it, and there isn't they, – they don't have – they don't have – I don't I don't know how I'm going to – I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'll make it work. Only fans, uh, you can set an OnlyFans channel. You know, right, you might have to do because everybody, everybody wants to see a forty-six-year-old's <laughs> flappy titties. That's exactly what they want. I'm sure <laughs> they want to see my. Titties well, they're forty-six-year-old titties. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's uh, I don't, I can't imagine that anybody would be into uh, <laughs> seeing my. You'd be surprised, sweetheart. Oh my god! I don't, I, I can't. And your body is karate, so. I think you That's you, so you, you make some coins. So, I think I, you would make some coins with my OnlyFans. <laughs> oh my God, I can't imagine. And you could do your political rants and read poetry naked. I mean, if if there's a market for it, I just can't believe there that there's is. a market for that romantic there's poetry naked. There's intellectual porn out there. Oh my God. <laughs> I just. But, I mean, hey, that's I mean that's how desperate people are getting. You know, you work. have a lot of these. Huh? I'm down. I'm down with. I'm down with distance sex work. That's fine. I mean, whatever. Yeah, if I. That's just, what I gotta do. That's um, what I gotta do. I just read a story about a a woman who was a former pastor, who is now making a lot of money on OnlyFans. Oh, I love it. She's a former. She's a former pastor. Now she's in the sex business. I love it. So, and she's making. I think I read that she makes like a hundred G's wow. a month. What? And that's I what I said. I can't believe anybody would want to objectify me that much. I just can't imagine. 
I honestly. There's a lot of people in this world, sweetheart. <laughs> Everyone has a thing. But, yeah, they like. But that's how desperate people are getting. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because like you just said, what what are we supposed to do with everything shut down and businesses closing and people getting laid off? Right. And then you know our government not doing its job. Right. Oh, by the way, I just read that um, it's official. Uh, all soft one. So the Democrats take the Senate. Yay. So here's what I have to say about the Democrats, Okay, here's my, here's they my. They better not, but, but they better get shit done, and don't be pussies. Well, this is. We need, we need people in the Supreme Court. You can keep adding them if you want to. There's no number of Supreme Court justices you can have. Um, we need to, we need our fucking money. We need to work on that vaccine and get this COVID under control. Our, our, our. Economics here is in shambles. We need police reform. Yeah. We need a lot of things. The Democrats do have a lot of work to do. I'm going to be having my foot on your neck. And you guys need to charge these people for treason. So here's my... Don't let them get away from that. Here's my prediction for inauguration. I think... I think that... And I, I'm not... I don't want this to happen. I want everyone to live and I don't ever want anyone to die. But... I think that Biden's going to get assassinated, and I think that Kamala is going to be the president, and a bunch of stuff really will get done because she'll have the majority. She has the ideas. She'll finally be able to push through a bunch of the green agenda, uh, forgiving student loans and all that kind of stuff. But but I I don't hope hope. I don't hope that anything happens to anybody. But I think. But in this political unrest and in this time, and I feel like that's what's going to, it's going to be another like JFK kind of situation, another Martin Luther King kind of situation where these scary white supremacists are domestic terrorists and they are out. I think that we need police. I mean, I don't like police, but can you please help us from the domestic terrorists? Um, well, they are the domestic <laughs> Well, and they are, but then it's, I mean, again, it's right on white crime. But I just want to see everybody be safe. Uh, help out your neighbor. Uh, be yeah. kind to someone. It's, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm scared. Don't, don't go along with, I mean, just keep your eyes and ears closed, ladies and gentlemen. And watch these idiots. Laugh at them. They're idiots. This, this is a coup. I love how the mainstream media is talking about, like, you don't see this. This is so un-American. Yes, this is. This is America. I have to unfriend someone. The White someone. House was burnt down. What? I have to unfriend someone right now because of their Republican mm-hmm. comments. They said they just said, this is, I'll close it with this. Democrats protested for four years. You burned cities, destroyed businesses, and killed people, and you call it peaceful protest. The fake news has the nerve to call this protest at the Capitol a riot. Now you want the National Guard called in to gun down Republican protesters. Your double standards are mind-boggling and vile. My favorite part is that he's such an idiot. He put you are. You are apostrophe E double standards. You fucking idiot. Unfriend. Defriended. Gone. Unfollow, unfriend. 
Unfollow. Unfriend. Done and done. Done and done. I don't need. I don't need your Republican idiot rhetoric, and you can't even spell your right. You fucking retard. I. I'm sorry. I used the R word. I'm sorry. I used the R word. I'm sorry. You Republican. I can't believe that. That fucking piece of shit. God, I, I really am so disappointed in so many people that call themselves Americans. Ugh. Okay. Leave us with one more happy thing, Latoya, and then and then I'll, I'll, say, I'll say I miss you and I love you. And I, I, uh, one happy thing that I think we'll be seeing uh, is we'll, we will get $2,000. And okay. I am happy that we do have the house. And I also think that you guys should check out the show called Sherman Showcase. That's on Hulu. And it'll make your life, you'll, you'll smile, you'll laugh. Okay, Find good. something to laugh at today. I would Watch like these to retards on TV. Just yeah. can't. No more. <laughs> we gotta. I don't even have words for it. Latoya, you're the best. I think things are going to be okay. And now that now that we uh, – I'm one thing I'll say that's positive for the future of the United States is I'm in a lot less fear for the uteruses of young ladies and that they are going to be able to make choices for their own bodies and that the human rights of women will continue to be upheld in the United States. And I am much less worried about the overturning of Roe v. Wade than I was a couple months ago. So um, yeah. at least – at least, ladies, we're still going to have choice over our own bodies. Yay! Human rights. But, Yay. you know, what other Happy choices? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, hey, thanks so much again for calling in. You're the best. And uh, I, You're the best. And it's wonderful to um, bring in the new year with you. And I will see you when this pandemic is over. But I miss you. I miss you, too. It's almost a year and counting. This is some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But everybody be safe. Like, you say, it, it, it does suck to be locked down, and it is bullshit, and we hate it. But you know what? Safety for all. Wear we're your masks. Alive. Keep Let's keep the numbers low in San Francisco. Um, I think we're still at 196 dead. So keep those numbers low. Wear your masks. Stay at home. Only go out if you really, really have to. And, uh... And keep yourselves and your family safe and be be kind to those around you. All right. Love, love, love. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. 
We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radio. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast. Zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it, and don't let poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube. 
San Francisco, what are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary, for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento at and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside mutinyradio.fm here at 21st and Florida, 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20th in Alabama for Titans of Comedy every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active area. The show is in Greek, but some of the interviews are in English. And the Greek vintage vinyl that DJ Balkan Vulcan spins will turn your ears pointy. Tune in to the Balkan Vulcan Show every Thursday from 8 to 10 p.m. on Mutiny.
That's right, Sean Lamar. You know what time it is. It's Monday night. Soul Sausage on there. I am your host, Frosty Nugs. I'm here with Hippie Sean. What's happening? Kicking it live here at Mutiny Radio Studio. Your mic is on. You are live. Give us a call. You got anything you want to hear? 415-550-0511. We'll be here for a while. That's right. We are your late night source for entertainment here in San Francisco. What's new, Sean? What is new? This artwork in the radio station. Yeah, that's true. Uh, fresh paint job. I know you helped out with that. I got here a little late, but it's a beautiful uh, art display we have here. I think it's a, a benefit show for an eviction. Eviction party? Something like that, right? Uh, I'm not sure, but I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to say, uh, I don't want to give you a, a bad date, so I'm going to check that out before I let you all know. But uh, it's going to be a benefit uh, helping out with uh, eviction services and, and basically keeping people in their houses because San Francisco is going through a massive change, especially when it comes to uh, 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 residency, uh, we'll say, right? Yep. So uh, what do you think? What Anything new happened to you this week? Uh... New shit happens to me every day. It's just I can't keep track of it. Yeah, I feel that, bro. So, yeah, everything always new, all the time. Couple new things for me. I've been suckered into doing comedy after all these years. It's true. I finally did it. Today was my fourth and a half time because I did two sets. So we'll say uh, the fourth time on Pam, our fantastic Pam, tastic comedy joke walk uh, workshop uh, a little earlier today uh got my jokes worked on little construction it was good times i like the comedy you were here too what do you think of these comedians yeah, here in san francisco yeah i love uh coming to the to the workshops they're great the comedy workshops and fantastics clubhouse comedy clubhouse all great shit yeah it really comedy is comedians are pretty funny Mutiny Radio is just a, a, a little heaven for us. I know all y'all might not really understand what I'm getting at, but Sean definitely understands. This is a place of pure positivity, uh, just energy throughout, you know, not just here in the station, but throughout the city, really. Mutiny um, a special place, isn't it? Very special. On that note, I actually want to remind y'all, I hope uh, if you're listening live, you already know. If you don't, I think we just had a recent website change. I apologize for that. Uh, if, for those of you who don't know, uh, we may be at mutinyradio.org. If you do not find us there, we will be at mutinyradio.fm, uh, the next generation in internet radio. I guess, yeah. I think so. What's going on? Yeah, so uh, for those of you... Who don't hear us right now, that's because you need Mutiny FM. If you are hearing us, we thank you so much for staying up late with us. On the West Coast, we are live. We are live. We are alive. How you feel today? Great. It was a great Monday, right? Hell yeah. Today today was pretty cool. It was. It was a good day. Uh... I had a, a fine, uh, fine young woman in my bed last night. I know what you're thinking, because you're all dirty. We actually didn't have any play. It was just more of a, a you know, some friends. This, you know, someone needs a place to stay. You hook them up, and uh, she's a beautiful soul. 
and I had a point to this story, but I think I forgot. I think I forgot. Is she listening? She might be listening. She was actually going to come down and join us. Miss Stefania Vaudevere. She's a circus clown and acrobat and all sorts of fantastic things. Sounds great. Don't let your minds wander because I know your thing. Oh, uh, uh, before the end of the show, I have a song I have to play for a certain somebody. Well, fuck, birthday. I hope you got a few more than that tonight, brother. His birthday was yesterday. That's a cinema birthday shout out. Jordan? Oh, no, that was the 17th. Yeah. Who's so yesterday? You don't know this person. You know? But you're sending, yeah, you send send it out? Yeah, when, when it's ready, when it's time. When That's the time's good. right. I'll send it out. That's right. good. Um, well, fucking A. Welcome to Soul Sausage on Air. We're going to keep it rolling right now. We're going to get a little reggae going because, you know, that's where the love is. That's where the love is. We're going to kick it with the Upsetter Collection. This is the Upsetter and Friends. <laughs> I'm sorry to be so violent, but this is the Upsetter and Friends with Kill Em All. Start flying in my dreams. Is that's one of my dream signs that I pick up because I. 
That's what I'm talking about. A little Bonnie Raitt in the house. Here at Soul Sausage, we like it all. We mix it up. Some think it's a soul music show. I say no. Some, some think it's metal. I say no. Some think it's reggae. It's fucking everything, y'all. We mix it up. It's just like a sausage. You don't really know what's in there. You know what I'm saying? You never know what we're going to play. Yes. Uh, who was that before Bonnie Raitt, Sean? That was uh, Sincere Da Misfit. That was good shit. That's all we play, really. It's good, good shit, right? Damn right. Damn right. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to get back to a little conversation. We are waiting on a few surprise guests here. We're going to keep it quiet until they do actually show up, just to make sure that they actually show up. Uh, I'm going to keep the music rolling here with one of my favorite bands. You do hear them every week, and I apologize if you don't like that. But, hey, I don't give a fuck. This is the Mars Volta from Amputecture. We're going to give you a little double shot. You'll know what it is. (laughs) 